I'm pulling my weight. I'm shouting at least every third episode. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you know? All right. People tune Should in we for s- the shouting. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me want to Heal my car, heal my tie, heal hard, deal by wheel, stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. It's not a complete waste of time. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. And my name is Jonathan Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. And John, a very happy October 23rd, 1978 to you. Thanks. Thanks for that. It's the day I just said it was. It's a Monday. We're... Reading Garfield, as we always do every day, perhaps until the end of time. What else would you do with your time? I mean, it's not like there are world events going on that you could take part in. I mean... No, interpersonal relationships aren't a thing that people enjoy. Look, it's the late 1970s. Like, all we got is a bunch of fucking malaise everywhere. It's just, (laughs) like, malaise this, malaise that. It's just a... It's all fucking malaise. I'm not sure... um... I'm trying to think when the famous malaise speech happened. I wonder if that's yet to come in our world. Hmm. In October of 1978. Look, we could yeah, look hard it up. to say. Hard we to could, say. We could look it up. I mean, I mean, we don't know the future. <laughs> I, I can hear you. I can hear you, you can... looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> John, the uh, Jimmy Carter's famous malaise uh. speech. Uh, was I believe it looks like August of no 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 well it was 1979 any sometime July 15th 1979. All right, so what you're saying is that my attempt at topical, well I guess topical is the wrong word. My my attempt at historical humor uh, went awry. And John, wow, I mean this is a real popular misunderstanding from what what I'm reading. Uh. I'm reading the Google summary of a Washington Post article. Now, let's be clear. I'm not going to yeah. click through to the actual article itself. I don't think any of our listeners expect that at this point. But according to this summary, number one, the famous malaise speech did not feature the word malaise. What? He used the phrase crisis of confidence, but not the word malaise. And number two, that that speech was actually uh, very well received and popular, at least at the time. Damn peanut farmer. Yeah, who knew? Well, anyway, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, <laughs> uh, the podcast we've been recording. You can support the... Or should... Okay. John, what happens in today's story? Let's Let's at least make an attempt to... Uh pretend like this matters in, in, in any way shape or form chris today uh on this uh auspicious monday for october 23rd 1978 a strong-willed intellect is introduced into the garfield universe indeed actually no i disagree strongly disagree um john well today- keep in mind keep in mind this is in this is in the context of the characters we have seen thus far grace the pages of Garfield. I mean, John, today Garfield finds a teddy bear and it, it Pookie. Pookie is introduced. 
Way, way to rush to the finish. Yeah, you know what? I'm look. I don't have time to waste. I'm a busy guy. Fair I've enough. Got, I've got a you know. I've got a job. I'm a family man. Am I gonna am I gonna start with panel one every time and work through every Garfield strip? Chris, you know, I'm every just saying. For I'm just saying decades. I'm just saying like like if you wanna if you wanna talk about like characters with real agency in the mm-hmm. Garfield universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Pookie has to be pretty close to the top of the list. No, I strongly disagree. He's an who's inanimate gonna, who's object. A, who's gonna Who's gonna be above Pookie? Yeah, John, think about John it. John Arbuckle. He's an inanimate object. John Arbuckle. No, I scoff at that suggestion. John Arbuckle. Um, he speaks and thinks. Uh, he has the power of autonomous movement. Chris, we have established through many hours of painstaking work <laughs> on this very podcast. <laughs> That John Arbuckle is but a philosophical zombie. I mean, and has no force of will of his own. I don't know if we've ever established that. Actually, I, John, I'm being deliberately, <laughs> being <laughs> deliberately argumentative. Chris, Chris, one or the other of us has asserted that fact uh, uh, countless times. Um, it. it in the annals of being Jim Davis, and I, I think at this point, I think at this point it's gospel. I don't, I don't know that that's the case. I mean, we've certainly entertained the possibility. I mean, look, you know, John, if we're gonna get into this, I personally, I think I side with um, Daniel C. Dennett in thinking that uh, the whole notion of the philosophical zombie is, at base, it's just absurd. Well, it's, I mean, it's that that's what philosophy is. I mean, look, I guess I'm going to I guess I'm going to say, you know, I'm not sure qualia are even a thing. It's like people sitting in armchairs, like saying, like, what if this was a thing? That's that's like all of philosophy. I mean, I guess we you were pretty controversial for a Monday morning. Um <laughs> It doesn't matter. I mean, anything goes in philosophy. Like the, that which is platonic can also be baroque. You know, like it doesn't matter. You're just saying things now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so in panel one, Garfield finds a stuffed teddy bear mm. in a dresser drawer. Yeah, the bottom drawer mm-hmm. of a, a, a four drawer dresser. Yeah, and John, I hadn't really got it. I hadn't been thinking about this before. He's opening the bottom drawer. He's pulling out this teddy bear, and he's mm-hmm. thinking, "Hello, what's this? Um, what what do you think he's doing in that drawer in the first place? Like he wasn't expecting to find a teddy bear." Clearly what, not. Otherwise, he, he wouldn't be saying, hello, what's yeah. this? What's he doing rifling through John's it would drawers? Be, it would be absurd to think, hello, what's this? If one was expecting to find a stuffed teddy bear in a dresser drawer. I'm not sure that we have made that point quite explicit enough. Could you elaborate on it some? <laughs> Chris, when Garfield says hello... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's not actually a greeting. It's actually just, what? I mean, uh, you're, you're the linguist here. I mean, like, well, like what, <laughs> what is hello really doing in that sentence? It, it seems to me like it's just taking up space. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a space filler. I mean, it's a word. But it's, but it's, but it's more like, it's it, like, is it an like, interjection? It, yeah, it's an interjection. It might as well be like, tut tut or, 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 pip, pip, pip. <laughs> pip, pip. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh, uh, I say. I, I say. My word. <laughs> what? I wish you were saying, what's all this then? I mean, Garfield, Garfield is not is not saying hello to the teddy bear, right? No, no, he's that's, not. That's not what's happening. I mean, I mean, strictly speaking, he's not saying anything to anyone. He's thinking. This is why this podcast is so great. <laughs> I strongly disagree. Um, no, well, okay, but I'm, all I'm saying is he was opening that drawer for some other purpose. What was he doing? Was he just, like, rifling through John's stuff? Was he yeah, looking for something? Yeah, I think that's how I, that's how I take it. I, I, I take it as Garfield has been systematically going through each of John's dresser drawers. I'm assuming this is John's dresser. It could be... Yeah. Could be Lyman's dresser. Could be Doc Boy's. I don't know. No, I'm with you. I think it's definitely John's dresser. I think that it's makes def- sense. It's definitely not Doc Boy's. But uh, we haven't I, I, even introduced Doc Boy yet. I mean, let's not get into that. Okay. Yellow. So in panel two. Well, wait. Okay. Are we, leave, are we leaving it there? Well, I, I, I mean, I don't want to. I'm just okay. Here's know. here's the thing. Here's the thing. You no doubt recall September third, nineteen seventy eight. That was a Sunday. It was uh, unbearably hot, and Garfield got all of John's, you know, his kiddie pool, mm, his mm, ice, mm. his fan, John's his sunglasses, sunglasses, his hat, uh-huh. John's now, hat. On, on that occasion, John's kiddie pool, uh, Garfield, some ice. Garfield got John's hat out of John's what, fan. Look, Don't forget really, John's fan. I said the fan. Oh, you did. He got all you that. Totally, you totally did. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't forget the sunglasses. Look, I'm just saying, it, it appeared at the time that Garfield knew exactly where everything was in mm. John's dresser drawer, his chest mm. of drawers. Whereas this time, he's opening the bottom drawer. Pookie just pops out. This teddy bear just pops out. He's like, whoa, what's this? It's, it's as if the teddy bear hasn't been there for long. Chris, I'm not sure I read it that way. I, I, I mean, I think I think a, a, a reasonable reading of the strip from September 3rd, 1978, mm-hmm. uh, could entail the uh, the passage of time between panels, such that Garfield is actually looking for those things and finding them, and we're only seeing the relevant moments to that particular story. So you think he didn't know where John's hat was? He didn't know that it was in the top drawer, and he had to search through all the drawers to find it. I'm not. I'm not arguing that that's necessarily the case. I'm merely proposing it as a possible explanation. I look, don't know. I, I for look, some reason I, I don't quite. Chris, buy it. this this is one of the pratfalls of the static art convention of of three panel comics. I mean, like. You know, it's it it's it's the action that happens in between the panels that really makes it high art. Um. Wait, no? is, is this high art now? I mean, you got to be high to appreciate it. Am I right? Oh. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah. So he um, finds a teddy bear. Or whatever. Yeah. So and then in panel two, Garfield. Uh, the camera has, has zoomed in on Garfield. The dresser drawer is no longer visible. Hmm. And Garfield is holding it, holding the teddy bear aloft. John, I don't want to get, I don't want to get a lot of emails and tweets about this. So, okay, I acknowledge that the okay, dresser drawer aloft is aloft is not the correct word. I acknowledge that the dresser drawer in panel one of today's strip and the dresser drawer in panel four of Sunday, September third, nineteen seventy-eight. I acknowledge they're two different colors. 
I don't think that's a big issue. They could easily be the same drawer because, as we all know, Jim Davis right. did not originally color the daily well, strips. And, well, one, yeah, one was a Sunday strip and yeah. one, and one, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I, like, I just, like, I don't want to get a lot of emails about that. It's like People comparing. Are like, oh, they're, they're different drawers because one was a day. Like, I mean, maybe so. Uh, looking closely, the drawer on the uh, September strip, the chest had a sort of a top piece that this one doesn't have. So they probably are different drawers. I'm just saying, like, it looked like Garfield hmm. knew where everything was already. In you know what? Strip. I'm going to throw this down right now. I think it's the same dresser, but rotated around 180 degrees. Got drawer, got drawers on both sides. Let me ask you this, John. Different colors on 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 the different sides. Let me ask you this. It's got two mauve sides and two sides that are what color was that other dresser? It's sort of wood colored. It's two wood wood colored. John, wood co- that's not yeah, a color. you know, like a light ecru, like, like a like a light pine. I'm gonna call it ecru, John. Which axis are we talking about here? Y axis. Oh, okay, okay, just checking. Okay, because if you had said <laughs> if you had said like Z axis, I would have been like you're out of your mind. You're, you're, you're out, out of your gourd. Uh, it doesn't. Oh, so, Q axis wouldn't make any sense at all. That's not no, even that's an just, axis. That's just a letter. It's just a. What is this like I, a, a four a four dimensional dresser drawer? I mean, it would be more than four, wouldn't it? I mean, look, I'm not sure what the fourth axis is called. Mm. It seems like Listeners, it would be it would be a prime. If you know what the fourth a prime, axis I'm pretty is sure called, it would be called a prime. Tweet actually. us at being Jim Davis. It's a prime. We might send you five dollars. No, we're not going to. Look, I, said, I mean X Y Z. Next comes a prime, or sometimes double A, or Alif. Could be Alif. <laughs> Could be Alif. Chris, do you want to talk about panel two of this? Uh, I mean, I, I, strip we've I, been talking about for fifteen minutes. Have we? Oh fuck. Uh, yeah. So Garfield is like, he's holding the bear and he's like a teddy bear, a dumb, stupid, silly-looking old teddy bear, and that's all that happens in panel two. That's panel two. He's uh, looking at the bear panel like, two. Ugh, whatever. Yeah, and you know he says it's dumb and stupid and silly-looking. Yep. And, and old. old and and it doesn't look I mean it doesn't look particularly old well you know yeah, like it, give, it given given Garfield's inner monologue I, I expect this teddy bear to be you know like moth-eaten and and have like holes in it and yeah. stuffing coming out all over the place and no, like I maybe mean, missing missing one of its eyes he doesn't say worn out he just calls it old it could be something could be an old and in good condition John he also calls it silly looking. I don't think that's related to its age. Look, we may just have to agree to disagree. You know what? I'm a little older than you are, and I kind of take offense at the notion that something's old, so it just must be, you know, bloated and worn out and and going bald. I have a I have a full head of hair, John. Does it look silly? It doesn't look silly to me. That's all that I'm saying. Everything on this panel looks silly to me. It looks like an extremely normal teddy bear. It looks no sillier than Garfield. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and throw it down right here. A cartoon cat. No, no. This is the platonic ideal of a teddy bear. Uh, You know what? I'll go with that. Okay. I'll go with that. So moving on to the panel, or no, the ultimate panel. Uh, <laughs> Garfield is clutching the teddy bear sort of close to his breast a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's smiling uh, now. 
Yeah, he's smiling now, and he's uh, he's looking up, and he and he's thinking. I think I'll call him Pookie, kind of with a dreamy expression. But if if you listened to the beginning of this podcast, you already knew that. Or if you just already knew that Garfield's teddy bear was called Pookie. Who would know that? People know that. A lot of our listeners are very well informed about matters Garfield. I don't know. Garfield's only been running for four months. It, it doesn't, I mean, I, I, I mean, don't remember a teddy okay, bear. Okay, if we're going to play this game. Um, if we're going to play this game. Uh, John, I didn't look this up. But I wonder when Jim Davis started merchandising plush Garfield figures. You know, because I wonder if this isn't sort of a commentary on that whole phenomenon. Hmm. You know, like, panel two, hey, that plush Garfield you got with the suction cups that's on your car that you love so much, it's dumb and stupid and silly looking. It's just a and it's just a dumb piece of fluff. Don't forget old you stupid person. Yeah. But you it's love it anyway. A big, it's because, a big middle finger to, because to you're the readers. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's saying, Hey, I I know and you know that this garbage I'm selling you, this Garfield merchandise, is totally worthless. But you're gonna buy it anyway and you're gonna love it. Because you like Damn. cute stuff. You've got yeah. no defenses. Yeah, it's like, um, I mean, it's really, it's like a portrait of the modern American male, in, in a sense. You know, I mean, like, we're, we're required to out. wear this, we're required to, to wear this, I actually was still talking, but that's, that's No, right. no, but elaborate on that. <laughs> we're, we're all required to Elaborate on that point, John. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, do elaborate on that point now. Because uh, I think you were going in a different direction than I was. I'm curious where you're headed. I was I was merely pointing out that that Garfield is is like like the prototypical American male. You know, he's required by society uh, to act uh, a certain way, to act you know macho, to 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 squash any any sense of uh, of emotion or or um, you know a- attachment to anything. And and he's sort of betraying his actual feelings in the final panel. He's like, mm. yeah. I mean, he puts on this big show of like, yeah, I'm not into teddy bears. I think they're stupid, dumb, and and silly looking and old. And then he's like, I think I'll call him Pokey. Like like we know we know what Garfield's really thinking here. Mm, because we could read his thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was prescient of Jim Davis to to give us access <laughs> to to Garfield's thoughts. Like that. <laughs> uh, this would be uh, a very different strip if we couldn't read Garfield's thoughts. Yeah, I I, I, th- I believe that actually exists. I think it's uh, yeah, what Garfield. Yeah, yeah is that, that's not Garfield minus Garfield. That's uh, it's a different one. It's uh, one of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, look, I I I think you make a good case. I think it can be read either way. Um, either what was what was your way? I, I I don't see this as a strip about masculinity per se. I think that's a I think that's a, a reasonable interpretation. I'm not saying. Let me be very clear, John. I'm not I'm not disputing your read of this strip. I'm not saying you're wrong. I sure. just that's not my particular. That wasn't my initial read. I think right. Well, both it would be insane legitimate. 
it'd be it'd be I mean you'd be wrong if you said I was wrong. So. It would be ridiculous. It's why a rich would you, why and, would you do that? It's a rich and multifaceted strip. I why would you even broach breach the possibility? I mean, it's look, like, I wouldn't it's say that you're. I'm not. So, I, it's I would so not outside the I, realm of acceptability that it's like like how can you even like mention it? It would be ridiculous for me to say that your interpretation was stupid or that only an idiot would believe it or because dumb that's or silly that's, looking. Yeah, it's manifestly old. false. Yeah. It's manifestly false. <laughs> uh, oh well, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about manifestation i mean yeah yeah it's false in that sense no one would say that only a a a blathering moron would interpret this strip the way you have done because that's not the case what was your interpretation i i i i I see i read this as less about masculinity and how society constructs it and more about um empty consumerism like i read Mm. in in a way panel two as uh not like that's not garfield's tough exterior in a way that's garfield seeing through the true nature of this like this pookie this teddy bear is just an inanimate object and Hmm. the plush garfields that are about to be you know, manufactured Un- in... Unleashed. Thank you. On an, on an unsuspecting world. of uh, cheap plush Garfields, this, this wave, tidal wave of, you know, consumer trash that's about to hit the world um, is, is like this, it's, it's uh, crass, it's cynical, it's, you know, uh, driven by greed and venality, um, and, and like that to me is panel two, like Garfield's telling you, Jim Davis is saying, Hey, consumer, this is what, this is what I'm about to shovel into you. You know, <laughs> this is it. It, you know, Open the, up. these, these Garfields, they are dumb. They are stupid. They are silly looking. They're not old. Fine. They're, you know, they're about to be new. Yeah. But like these plush Garfields that you are about to spend millions on. You know that are going to make me rich beyond my wildest dreams. This is garbage. And then panel three is him saying, "Even though I know it, and even though you know it, you still have you still won't be able to resist because of the cute big eyes, because of whatever. You know th- this garbage is going to go straight into whatever the cuteness centers of your brain." And you will not be able to resist. A that's typically how I, that's how I read dark it. interpretation uh, of of a Sunday or uh, excuse me a Monday. Yeah, it's uh, pretty dark for a Monday. N- newspaper comic mm. strip in 1978. I mean, but isn't um, that like isn't that what we've come to expect I mean, that from is, Jim Davis after a while? Like, like that is that is the conceit of our podcast. You know, he's dark, he's cynical, and he makes no, he, he doesn't even hide what he's doing. Like this to me is another Jim Davis dick waggling strip. <laughs> you know, it's like him he's waggling his dick at us saying like, "I know you're going to buy this garbage. You know it's garbage, but you're going to buy it anyway. I'm not even pretending it's not garbage." I mean, he's basically telling the readers to bend over. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And he and he's like he's like we all know you're gonna 
you're gonna do it and you're gonna like it yeah that said it's really I, it's pretty it's pretty dark yeah i i think your masculinity read makes a lot of sense too uh, what you know yeah. once again no one would say that you're a moron for suggesting that i mean no one would look, say that john have 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 we yet discovered a single Garfield comic strip that isn't like multifaceted in that way that you can interpret it in 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 lots of different ways? I mean, that's why people refer to Garfield as you know the the Hamlet of the uh, yeah. Sunday Comics page. I mean, I think it's more of a Macbeth, but but uh, I mean, you know, six of one, I guess. I guess if I were going to have to choose, I'd call it uh, the King Lear. Of the comics page, actually. Ugh, you mean like unstageable? <laughs> it's not what I was going for, but at any rate, you. Been... I don't. I. I don't. I don't know King Lear. I, I, I just kind of like. I mean, doesn't it have a reputation for being like impossible to perform? I. I hadn't heard that. It's very. It's. It may. Um... I just. I just. I mean, from my own personal reference, the performance I saw mm-hmm. suggested that it is impossible to perform. I mean, look, Shakespeare is pretty unpleasant to watch. Um, on that note, you've been <laughs> much, much like the output of a certain in uh, student, a certain uh, Hoosier artist. Yeah, I mean, imagine yeah. if we imagine if we had to watch a full a full performance of a Shakespeare play every day, and then record a podcast about it. Uh, Chris, your audio just cut out. Um... So uh, I'm assuming that you're closing the show out now. Um, um, and um, anyway, on that note, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast we've been recording naked this whole time. Jokes on you! Oh, you can support the program by leaving us a five star review on iTunes. Please visit the blog www.beingjimdavis.com. You can leave a comment, send us an email at info at Can you hear me right now? I can hear you. I'm just, I'm trying to read okay. the fucking closing because it's almost been a half an hour already. Um, and whose fault is that? I mean, I, I think we can only blame Jim Davis. You can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at being Jim Davis or follow me. I am no longer, I changed back from at Dr. Underscore Garfield back to at the Chris Winter. I think I prefer that one. So you can follow me at the Chris Winter. No, please no longer tweet or follow at Dr. Underscore Garfield. That by now is probably some sort of Russian spam bot. Uh, well, I mean, I assume it's been taken by one of our many avid listeners. Talking to you, Emily Koji's Possibly, uh, possibly the president or of our fan that club. that other guy. That other guy whose name um, sounds like a Star Wars character. What? Thanks Pondo, for listening. What? Pondo Baba. Thanks for li- No, he knows who I am. He knows who I'm talking about. He Pondo knows who Baba he is. loves our podcast. I am not talking uh, about Pondo Baba. Hey, uh, hey, he doesn't like you. I do not know what you're talking about. I don't like you either. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. The cantina, the drowning way. The guy, the guy with the monster guy with the butt for a face. Oh, 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 oh.